You have three voicemails. So you believe in ghosts? Interesting. Yes, but it doesn't interfere with the majority of my life. You know, it's not like I do well, lots not, of rituals. Because a ghost hasn't appeared yet. <laughs> Just wait for it. <laughs> I identify my wealth corners <laughs> in my home. Okay. Can you explain to the audience in the clearest of manner <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> are wealth corners? <laughs> you can't have a mirror in your bedroom. Why do you think so? It's just common sense. What? Okay, to me, that, to me, this is not common sense. Why is it it's common just, sense? It's common sense. Hello there. Welcome to the show where we have the convos about Vietnam, you know. Hello there. Welcome to Convo Comrades, conversation with the community about Vietnam. In this second episode of our podcast on religions, we'll continue our conversation on afterlife as well as touching the topics of cultural practices and superstition. All right, Long, do you believe in ghosts? Do I believe in ghosts? Yes. I uh, don't want to believe in ghosts. But you do. <laughs> yeah, yes, I do believe you in believe ghosts. Do you believe in ghosts? I'm scared. No, I, I don't believe in ghosts. I'm scared. What? what? Look, stop changing the question, please. The question is, do you believe in ghosts? I'm scared of ghosts. That's not a bloody question. Okay, so because you're scared of ghosts, that means that you have to believe that they are real, right? I don't want to believe that they're real. Oh my God, this is so annoying. Now. Are ghosts real? Yes or no? <laughs> You don't want I, them to be real. I, I don't want. I don't want them to be real, but I'm scared of them. And I'm scared of talking about them. So I guess, in a way, I believe they're real. We've been talking about dying grandparents for the past one hour. What no, are you on about? They are not ghosts. They are kind spirits. <laughs> <laughs> ghosts are very evil. <laughs> okay. So I believe in spirits. I believe in kind spirits. Yeah. A ghost is, my interpretation of it is evil, trying to harm you. And I'm scared to believe so it. So it's going to be a dinosaur ghost. <laughs> yes. But a human to, spirit. <laughs> yes. That wants to harm you. No, but ghosts can be human too, right? They're evil humans. Okay. So you believe in ghosts then? I don't want to, yes. Why do you believe in ghosts? Because I believe in spirits <laughs> it's like you cannot believe in one thing without believing in the other right it's it, if one exists the other has to and i want to believe in the spirits yeah therefore i have to believe in okay so ghosts. in your mind what does a ghost look like uh a human mm -hmm. <laughs> a human in very dark Shadows is like not very exposed correctly. <laughs> <laughs> like really dark tone. Yeah. The opacity of it is also, <laughs> also see-through. <laughs> so so it will go through walls, opacity at 50%. <laughs> so that's my vision of a ghost and they, they will harm you. They will either... Why are they there to harm you? Because of the things we did in life. The bad what do you things. mean? <laughs> of the bad deeds that we did in life. For example? I don't know, like not paying a bus fare. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it could be anything. I'm just making things up. It could be stealing. It could be whatever. Okay, fine. Question then. If there are ghosts haunting you, mm. Why aren't there good people helping you all the time? <laughs> there, so, there like, for example, if I want a drink, if I'm a good person, why isn't there a good spirit that comes and gives me a drink? <laughs> but then we're always thinking about, okay, ghosts are going to kill you. <laughs> if you believe one thing, then you have to believe the other. <laughs> I guess it's, uh, it's just how the mind works. We, we are afraid of bad luck. But good luck, we just pray for it and that's it. We don't acknowledge when we receive good luck. We want to link good luck to our ability. Oh, I'm proud of myself. I make loads of lottery winnings. <laughs> but if bad luck happens, like I sprain my ankle, oh, it could be a, a ghost. Okay, next question then. If my grandparents help me in life, mm. but then your yes. grandparents don't help you, <laughs> that's a bit unfair, isn't it? <laughs> Shouldn't God do something about this? What do you mean? It's a bit unfair. How do you know my grandparents? No, but I, in my belief system, my grandparents are friends. <laughs> they, they're not helping me. They're just there to have meals every new year. That's it. I, I believe in God. God will help me. So why isn't God doing something about the ghosts then? Because um, I believe it's fair. 
for ghosts to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there have to be equal forces of good and bad, right? It just cannot be just good people. But there's no grandparent giving me a free drink. <laughs> <laughs> there could be in the behind the scene. It could be you know on that day the waiter could have been late, and then you wouldn't have any drink. But then your parents. Wake up the waiter. <laughs> so they wake up on time and then went to that restaurant for you to have that drink. There's so many things. So There's why so aren't grandparents doing something about the ghost then? It, they could be doing, but we just don't know because it's invisible. Remember opacity. <laughs> <laughs> so what if the ghost appears? Then that means that our grandparents are not doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> no, they could be. Uh, they are battles, you know. What battle, man? <laughs> <laughs> Holding the saucepan again. <laughs> In my interpretation of it, ghosts would try to harm you. Kind spirits would try to protect you behind the scene. <laughs> <laughs> What is this behind the scene? I mean, imagine there's probably a huge curtain. <laughs> all, all the spirits are just hiding behind the curtain, doing something. I don't know what. Yeah, doing something. Probably playing video games. <laughs> Because I believe in one, I have to believe in the other. That's why I said I don't want to believe in ghosts, but I'm scared of them. Okay, so you believe in ghosts? Interesting. Yes, but it doesn't interfere with the majority of my life. You know, it, it's not like I do well, lots not, of rituals. Because a ghost hasn't appeared yet. <laughs> Just wait for it. <laughs> okay, fascinating. Well, do you know about the whole Elon Musk situation? The, his his argument about the Matrix. No, is it recent? No, it's been here for years. <laughs> no. Okay, let me explain it. Yeah, I'll try to explain it as much as I can because I'm trying to remember the details as well. Mm -hmm. But Elon Musk is essentially saying, if you look back in history, humans have been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Correct? Correct. That's a fact. Yes. Based on the facts that we know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, factual. And if you look at the game pong, do you know the game pong? Like the table tennis. Yes. So okay. there are two things that there are two sort of vertical. Plates that go up and down on both sides of the screen, and then there's a ball that bounces from one end to the other. And the aim of the game is to make sure that the ball goes past the other plate, right? And not your own plate. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the aim of the game pong. Now that game's been Elon Musk said around 30 to 40 years ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. Fast forward 30 to 40 years. What do we have now? We have Call of Duty. <laughs> we have AR and VR games. Mm. Right, we have multiplayers. We have servers. Mm. Right, we have so many people connected all over the world to play the same game, to be mm. in the same virtual world. Yes. Fact or no fact? Fact. Fact. Right. I agree. Yes. So in the span of 30 to 40 years, technology mm -hmm. has advanced that much from a game of pong, which is yes. 2D, to a game of 3D and even AR and VR now. Yes. 30 years. So if you think about it, if you compare the 30 or 40 years to the span of humankind, which is thousands and thousands of thousands of years ago, mm. the technological advancement rate is going to be exponential. Yes. Yes or no? It could be. It yeah. could be. But it's shown in 30 years, it's exponential, right? And if you assume the same rate of advancement, then it's going to be crazy, right? It could be. Yeah, it's, it could be. Mm. It's not a fact. It's not a fact it could no. be. So maybe in just a few hundred years, we will live in these simulated world that we just don't know if it's mm. reality or not. Mm. It could be, yes. it could assuming be, yes. the same rate of growth of technology advancement. Yes, yes. So Elon's question is, what is stopping humankind from already having achieved that in the past? Mm. Thousands and thousands of years ago, and now we, we think we're humans, Mm. We're living in the simulated world that actual humans have already achieved and have already implemented into their own world thousands mm. and thousands and thousands of years ago. Yes. We are essentially living in a non-reality. Your laptop, your microphone, your wife, <laughs> your imaginary beliefs and on ghosts. Yes. Those are all things that probably a kid at the moment is playing. <laughs> right? Yes. We the, could be a, a character. You, you're saying we could be in a game, yeah. in a non reality. We don't know that because technology advancement is that fast and that exponential. Mm. Why does it have to happen now in reality? Why couldn't this technology advancement happen thousands of years ago? Right? 
And then someone's question or someone's comeback to that might be, well, it's because we were cavemen back then. Yeah. But that's the story that humans back then tell us to think now. Does that make sense? We've been built in this world where we think that human advancement is only for thousands of thousands of years ago only. And back then we were cavemen. Yes. But actually in reality, that's we might be cavemen just 1,000 years ago. You, you get where that, I'm coming from. So reality, you start to question reality now, right? That's a, a big assumption. What do you mean a big assumption? You said cavemen. We were cavemen thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. But you were saying, what if it's just a fact that was fed to us? It's a story. It's a story. Yeah. 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 What if it's a story that was fed to us? And that is a big assumption. Why? Why is it a big assumption? If, if it's not a story, yeah. if we were actual cavemen thousands of years ago, yeah. then there are many reasons why technology did not advance, such as language. I don't think people communicate very effectively. As yeah, cavemen. yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously, like, you know, if you're a caveman, you're not going to start using 5G, right? So <laughs> no, I, I understand no. that. Yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying is you can start using 5G maybe in the imperial age, right? Because okay. technology advancement was, it was picking up back then or the industrial revolution or whatever, right? It, it, essentially, the point is technology advancement could have happened much earlier than now. Mm. And then the reality that was built for us makes us think that technology advancement is now, whereas it actually happened in the past. Does yes. that make sense? It doesn't have to happen in the caveman age. I understand. No. Yeah. 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 So that got me thinking, is there an afterlife? <laughs> I don't think there's an afterlife in that sense. But if this really is a plausible theory, then it might just be we're a dead character. Or mm. we might be actual humans living in an unrealistic world but then we just start a new game assimilated yeah it's kind of like the matrix isn't it you plug yourself mm. into a new world you play the game you live that world and then you go out into the actual real world and then you might want to end up in a different world i see that is so, you're so saying, scary to think you're about saying it. this is just a character and we are a character right and you're saying In the real world, people want to forget about their world and they want to plug in this earth virtual world. Yeah. In year 2020, with the coming of 5G, with the coming of automated cars, with the internet, that's the setting that they've chosen and they're living in it. But then what can happen is after I die, I might want to live a Game of Thrones Westeros world where Mm. there are dragons. Mm. They just plug out, pick a different game, plug in. And then all the consciousness will change until they die in that world. It could be a theory. It could be a yeah. scenario. Yes. And it's a scary scenario. It's, it's, it's scary. It's actually scary. So when we're talking about all these ghosts and, and all the stories about religions and stuff, I was thinking, like, they can all be made up. And I, yes. I really think, I mean, I think religion is, they're just really sophisticated stories built up over the years, right? Yes. And they've been built up in this world that we live in. But some dude in some other world will have their own religion. Like in Game of Thrones, you have the seven gods or whatever, right? Mm, yeah. You get where I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a scary theory. It could be true, but I think it's highly unlikely. Well, that's because you're programmed to think it's highly <laughs> unlikely. <long. laughs> yes, I, I am the security nodes in this system <laughs> to stop bad actors from destroying the matrix. And, and the thing is, like, if there are actual ghosts, right, it might be this kid <laughs> who's <laughs> playing kid? the game and thinking, okay, or this programmer or whatever. It depends on how the game is set up. <laughs> to just, roam around. Yeah, just like, yeah, just let's just insert a ghost, ghost here for fun so that there are these narratives and stories around the world. Yes. Or it's just the rule of the game that every now and then there will be a ghost sighting or an alien sighting. Mm. Or it's just that the rules of the game is that there are no ghosts, but there are certain humans who, when they grow up, their mentality is affected and they start mm. imagining things. Mm. Right? There's so many ways to think about it, right? So It could yeah. happen like that. But I think highly unlikely. I am very strongly programmed. To, because, wow, I, my, my main reason is uh, language and war. We, we achieved this technology advancement because of collaboration, because of mutual agreement of things, of countries, borders. But back then we were like, no, 
this is my food. We fight. There's no collaboration. We yeah, achieved this state because of international what, collaboration. What's stopping the fact that collaboration had already been achieved much earlier? But then once you're in this new world, it's a completely new story and different timeline. And that you're just thinking that collaboration only happened a few decades yes. ago. And that's a big assumption. Again, that prog <laughs> programming <laughs> assumption. And I, I acknowledge if that programming assumption is true, then it, yeah. But that is a big assumption of programming <laughs> assumption. Anyway, okay. So that, that's what I wanted to raise um, regarding the afterlife and ghosts. Yeah. And on the topic point. of ghosts then, Long. Yes. So you believe in ghosts? I do believe it. So I in Vietnam, it. <laughs> <laughs> in Vietnam, there's this very controversial practice of raising the dead. Raising the dead? Yes. Are you talking about Leng Dong? Yes. Ah, uh, yes. All right. So it's, I think there's a word for it. It's not exorcism, but it's similar to exorcism. Okay. Whereas okay. exorcism is more of a demon possesses someone, right? And then you're trying mm -hmm. to get the demon out of that person and then kill it. Mm. In this version, it's more of someone chooses to be a volunteer. So raise their hand. Yeah, hey, I'll be a volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in class, who wants to be a volunteer? I'll be a volunteer. Okay, we'll get a ghost into your body. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> and what yeah. happens is they'll try to get a relative who's passed away of this mm. family, right? To possess yeah. the person. Mm. And what happens is the person will supposedly act and react like that particular relative. Yes. In the way that they speak, in the way that they carry themselves, in the way that mm. they act, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And the whole purpose of the ceremony is so that the family can speak to that particular person and get their guidance on life. Yes. Do you believe in this practice? No. <laughs> Why is that so? I have research about this, okay? Oh, okay. So the whole Lendom crew, the music bands, the volunteer you said is the main actor or actress. But there are up to four people supporting actor or actress behind them, helping change their clothes and whatnot, giving their props, because each time they change into a different person. So it could be your relative first. And then they said, okay, I'm going now. And now I'm the god. And when they change character, they need backstage staff <laughs> to change their clothes. And the music would change the theme music. What do you mean by change the clothes? <laughs> They're just in the middle of a circle. What do you mean change the clothes? They would change the clothes. Okay, I didn't know about that. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. So it's and very theatrical. Yes, it's very theatrical. I do think it stems from the fact of uh, the mind as well. The mind longing for connection. And someone invented that just to ease the mind. Okay, if uh, Mr. T wants some confirmation, <laughs> let's just kindly fake it just to make him calm down. Yeah, but okay, so from the accounts that I've heard, okay, it's more of a family member will volunteer. Does that make sense? It's not some random actor. It's a family member who's going to volunteer. Oh, this and then is that family member will bloody change. No. What do you mean? <laughs> no. what, what do you mean? Is, no, it's my story. Is, it's not your story. This is not true. Because <laughs> <laughs> it takes, it takes, it throws all of your research out the window. <laughs> yeah. So that, those are the accounts that I've heard. Okay, and mm. I've heard stories from multiple different people whom they don't know each other as well. So they're quite different sources. They told me that uh, it, it's kind of like a hit and miss. Sometimes it's no, it's it's not really true. Sometimes it's like holy shit that person really acted like my great-grandmother and the way she speaks and all that stuff. Great-grandmother? Yeah. How do someone know their great-grandmother? No, well, it's, it's because of the mother of that person. And who's the, who's the spiritual... It's a relative. Medi ...medium, the volunteer? I don't know. Some uncle or something. So the person being possessed, yeah. quote-unquote, quote, is a relative? Yeah. It's not a random actor? Y yeah. So, I look, that. I don't know if there is like sort of drugs being used, you know, some sort of poison. I don't know. Okay. Mm -hmm. Some sort of like intoxication to make you think that way. But you don't believe in this practice? I don't believe in this practice. I thought this practice is about uh, a random actor. Okay. And they have the whole theatrical band. If, if it's a random actor, no one's going to pay. No, no. There are people paying. Oh, really? Yes. They can be talking to other gods, not just your relative. 
They say, oh, this god from this oh, province okay, that's, said then you that's should. That's absolute bullshit then. Yeah. <laughs> but that relative bullshit. is new. I don't, but I don't believe it. I yeah. think... I don't believe it as well. But okay. that's strange. Next one then. So you don't believe in that cultural practice? Do no. you believe in voodoo? Voodoo, as in uh, spells and uh, harming spells. Yes. So for example, you hear a lot of stories about people in showbiz having like dolls or baby dolls or... <laughs> Even like bloody fetus, right? Of babies or something. Fetus. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, the Vietnamese the Vietnamese term is chung ai. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So what happens is there'll be oh my god, this is sick to talk about. But there'll be like fetus sold in Thailand, right? And fetus fetus is is the hu- human yes body parts. Okay. Like a, a an unborn baby. Okay. And. They'll be sold in Thailand. You go there, you buy a fetus. You actually raise the fetus what? by <laughs> providing, you know, milk and all that. Stuff. It's so it's so weird, right? Okay. And then because there's like this weird trap soul inside the fetus because it's not real. Ta- I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's start, let's start. <laughs> let's, start. let's uh. Okay, let's talk about it high level. <laughs> <laughs> but there's this like weird trap so inside the fetus, right? Yeah. And look behind you, Long. There's something there. <laughs> <laughs> there's this weird trap so inside the fetus, right? Which is not really alive, but not really dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's an assumption. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> assumption. <laughs> program. <laughs> and the thing is, like, they will pray to the fetus so mm. that. The fetus will bring good luck to you, but also harm your enemies, whoever you hate. And I think I hear this a lot in showbiz, Vietnamese showbiz. In order for you to succeed, like all the big artists, or at least like people in, politi- in politics as well, all the big pe- people, mm. big figureheads in politics, they have one at home or multiple, <laughs> right? It can be okay. a fetus or it can be a doll. Mm. Right, but it has to be. I don't know why it has to come from Thailand. (laughs) It has to be a Thailand doll or something, like uh, in a particular black market. And they will always have this to protect themselves, but also to harm others. I swear to God, you have you have you researched on this? I've researched on uh, chengai. Yeah, and I know ngai is a vegetable. (laughs) What? <laughs> oh my god. No, it is a Did vegetable. you accidentally type in not ng for ngai but then c for guy? <laughs> no, ngai is a vegetable. It is a somewhat toxic vegetable. No, it's it's a baby fetus. It's a plant. It's a baby fetus. Okay, that's voodoo. Yes, that's a uh, chai boar. Yeah, but boar and but then fetus is like next level. It's disgusting. Yes. Yeah. But ngai, I think it's just a a toxic plant that you put in someone's food. No, <laughs> no, no, man. It's but I've heard, I've heard of voodoo. Yes. But have, have you heard about this whole fetus situation? I have not heard about fetus. You've I've not heard, heard about of, this. I've heard about dolls. Yeah, but there is a fetus version of that as well. No, I don't. And I have not and, heard of and, it. And it's, then you have to keep it going. It sounds very scary. I know. You have to keep it going. <laughs> you can't let and, it die. It's so weird. I don't, I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. But that's... And it's a belief. It's all, it's all coming back to religion. Because it, there's someone believed that doing this practice works, mm-hmm. then they do it. It's kind of like the prisoner's dilemma in the sense, if you're a top dog in the politics space, right? Mm. You will think that the other guy is trying to harm you. Yes. Or trying to do something. Or you will want to protect yourself. Or you will think that the other guy has a fetus. So you will want one as well. Yes. It's it's so weird. When you have so much to lose and you're in a position of so much power, Mm. you just feel like you'd rather do it. Yes. Uh, That's there's a saying in Vietnamese, uh Go King Go Lang, something like that. It means uh, whether you believe it or not, just do it. It's it doesn't harm you. Yeah. It costs a little bit of money. So do you believe that? No, I don't believe in that. What if when you say you don't believe in that, the fetus is gonna harm you? (laughs) No, no. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Long time. Okay, wait, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> Do you want a fetus lying next to you in bed tonight? <laughs> I, I believe in praying. I believe in the, the maximum. <laughs> the maximum thing that I've done that I can consider might be a little bit too far is paying money to the monk or to the temple to get rid of my bad luck. That's the. 
furthest I've gone with my superstitious Man, the next time like I visit your place, you will see a piece. No, no, no. I don't do those things. Yeah. Okay. Well, that happens in Vietnam. That's that's weird. That creeps me out. That's so weird. You are not believing in those, right? I'm assuming you are very highly scientific. Yeah. Of course, I don't believe in it. But of course, when you hear it, you're like, (laughs) "What the hell?" It does give you some sort of goosebumps, and it makes you want to believe in it. It. No, because you're scared. <laughs> you're scared. I, I still don't believe in it, but obviously, it's kind of like watching ghost movies, right? Mm. You don't believe in it, but when the story is vivid and compelling enough, you believe in it. It's kind of like Game of Thrones. If the story is compelling and vivid enough, you see things, right? You you feel things, right? Then you you think, oh, okay, there is some sort of reality to this. Yeah, but if I were to take a step back. Rationalize it, then I don't believe in it. But to what Bloody extent? Hell, dying babies and <laughs> what you want about? To what extent does other people doing it makes you believe it? It's like market sentiment, right? Like lots of people buying Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> makes I you want to buy Bitcoin, but other people doing vegetable spells. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like. That's why it's not vegetables. Like dead baby harming, right? That's scary. <laughs> vegetable spells, bloody hell! Who's gonna be scared of that? <laughs> then, if enough people do it, then you might question your, your just, own thinking. I'm thinking of like a dancing broccoli here. <laughs> vegetable spells. Yeah, look, I think I have built a resilience in terms of thinking this way. But I think my resilience might change slowly if I do come back to Vietnam. Right, because everyone around me will think that way, yeah. and you will somewhat be influenced by the environment that you live in. Yeah, like drink and drive. I think drink and drive in Vietnam is very uh, considered normal. Yeah. So okay. are we done with like <laughs> dying babies? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done with dying babies and vegetables. <laughs> Let's talk about. I think this is a good place to move on to um, superstition. Yeah. Go on then. And with any new concept. We have to start strong. Foundation. Oh, come on. <laughs> Definitions from Oxford Dictionary. Okay, c- can you move on quickly or I'm going to ask my dying baby to do something? <laughs> so superstition. <laughs> an example of that is what you just said. is an irrational belief in supernatural influences, especially as leading to a good or bad luck or any related practices or behaviors of such belief okay and upon reading this definition i feel it can be talking about religion <laughs> because religion is a belief in supernatural influences yeah and but we're moving away from religion right we're talking about things like black cats and broken mirrors and but where's the line there's no one defining the line between okay what's your irrational? superstition tell me to me yes I'm scared. No, no, no. (laughs) I'm saying, what's your superstition? What do you believe in? Ah, what do I believe that I consider superstition? Yeah. If I believe in it, it's not considered superstition. What what do you mean? So if there's a broken mirror, are you going to feel really, really scared? Yes, because it might cut me. Okay. (laughs) So that's not, yeah, that's not superstition then. Do you, when you say something bad, do you touch wood? No, I don't say it. (laughs) I (laughs) I don't say something bad. No, you did. You said you didn't believe in dying babies. <laughs> Are you going to touch wood? That's a factual. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Long was touching some wood there. Oh, wait, that sounded wrong. <laughs> okay, so tell me, do you have a superstition? I don't consider my belief superstition, but if I were to pick one that is on the higher level superstition scale, that has to be giving money to the temples to get rid of my bad luck. Okay. Okay, and uh, and not not saying bad words. Uh, th- this is a common, not saying bad things, not jinxing it. That's the correct word, right? Not mm-hmm. jinxing it. The two practices that I do whenever I expecting good results, but I haven't had that result yet. I don't want to say that I have that result. It's like because you think it's going to affect the results. Yes, that's ridiculous. It's like in Vietnamese saying "nói trước bước không qua," right? It's like saying you over. Saying you achieve it without yeah, but you can actually it. say "nói trước bước sẽ qua." It's just I a know. poem. <laughs> I know. But I live by that saying okay. because many people say it. 
I think the fundamental reason why you don't say it is because you don't want to manage, you don't want to set your expectation too high and then you become sad. That's it. Yeah. It's yeah. not about bad luck. It's also about bad luck. It's not about bad luck. <laughs> I, I do have an element of Okay, bad. look, I'm going to say it now. Today, Man United is playing. We're going to bloody win the game, okay? We're definitely going to win the game. Let's see. But look, I don't believe in any of this bad luck. Do you believe in like um, at the particular time in the, the month you can't eat squid and all that stuff? You jinxed it. You jinxed your Manchester United. <laughs> Do you believe in the squid thing? <laughs> I don't believe in it. I okay, so you, you still eat squid and all that stuff? Not uh, a lot because it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, fine. So actually, you don't have a lot of superstition then? Yes, and I just do the uh, jinxing it and talking about bad things as if they're happening to me. I don't do that. What do you mean talking about bad things? I don't talk about bad things that will happen to me. What do you mean? <laughs> If I say it, then I'm talking about oh, bad things. Oh, right. You mean like dying? Yeah, or something like uh, sickness or I don't know. Oh, it's the fee, fooey kind of thing. Yes, that's it. Oh, my God. Yeah, Mango Oops. does that to me as well. Whenever I talk about death, she's like, oh, my God. And then she starts hitting me. Yeah, and I tell her like, look, if you hit me more, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I don't do that. So I have that. Okay, can, be can, can we just talk about this? We're all going to die. But not today. I don't want to. But that's down to risk. Yes. Okay, tell me this. When you have a kid, mm. right? are you going to tell your daughter or your son about death? Or are you going to yes. say that they're going to go to heaven? I'm going to, depending on the age, heaven first. And Why? Then he Why heaven death? first? Just to make their childhood a little bit more sweet. But why, why is death bad? Uh, Do you live? Do you currently live? I live, yes. Do you eat? Yes. And do people die? Yes. Yeah. But it's a sad thing. I don't want them to be filled with sadness. Because I do, I do feel sad. Okay. None of those childhood stories. <laughs> <laughs> When I know of the concept of death, yep. I imagine that on my parents. And I felt so sad. Mm -hmm. I remember I was crying the whole night. Mm -hmm. I was so small. Wait, who told you that? I can't remember. I just, I, I went to some sort of a dam tang, right? Funeral. Uh -huh. Then I said, What's what's that? Yeah, why is, why is, why is, why is, why is the dude lying there? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even see the dude. I just stand from afar. Like, What is that box? <laughs> <laughs> And then my mom was like, it's not a box. There's some uncle. He passed away. Like, what's passed away? He's not here. <laughs> what's here anymore? It's gone. I, oh. And then I, I, at night, I started thinking, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What if my parents are gone? Oh no, my tuition fees. <laughs> Who's gonna pay? Who's gonna cook? No. And then I cried. I cried the whole night. And it's, it's a scary thing. It's more than that. And it's sad. And because of that experience, I don't want my kid to th ever think that. But then, uh, if you hold off for too long, then hmm. it's going to be sadder. But if you normalize the concept early on in life, then they're used to it. They accept it. It's part of life. Yes. There is that argument. But no, I want okay. them to have a, a happy life, a happy childhood. I don't care, right? In how many years' time, when your kid is like three or four years old, I'm going to start to come to your house. <laughs> I'm going to start talking about death. <laughs> all right, kid, sit down. Uncle Hill is here. And we're going to talk about death, all right? Dying. <laughs> I will prep them before. I'll prep them. Whatever Uncle Hill says is not true. He is spreading false information. <laughs> okay. So you don't have a lot of superstition then. All right, fine. I don't think I have a lot of superstition. Actually, I, I don't think I have any superstition. Yeah, um, you're very I, scientific. I just say things the way they are. Um, if we die, we die, right? Uh, there'll be possibilities of different kind of deaths. And Mango will hit me. Um, that's just how, how it is in our, in our house. But what happened was, interestingly enough, you know, when Zindo was born. Mm. So for those who don't know, Zindo is my nephew. Uh, I have mm. an elder brother. When Zindo was born, I was like, praising Zindo with all these compliments. And mm. then my brother was pissed off. <laughs> I said, why, why are you pissed off? Yeah, exactly. Why are you pissed off? Because aren't I like saying good things about your kid? I was like, oh, you're so cute. Oh my God, so chubby and all that stuff. So that's what you do in the West, right? And he said, man, you got to end the sentence with chop via. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, jinxing it, right? Jinxing yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, just, okay, fine, chop via. And now I start to say it and I think, when I do this, it's more for the other person mm. rather than for myself. 
So it's kind of like whenever I start talking about death and all that stuff, sorry guys, like I don't talk about death that much. <laughs> but you know, every now and then I'll joke about death or all that stuff. Then I have to end the sentence with fi fui, otherwise Mango is gonna be really, really mad with me. Mm, so I now see. I do things more for other people and not for myself. Do you think that if you do it long enough, you will start to incorporate it in your beliefs? No. So, oh, okay. Jump v, yeah. Oh, because it will happen. No. You will jinx it. No. No. You no. Just do it for other people. Yeah, I'm just doing it for other people. So whenever I actively praise Zindo, I will have to say chop v, but I just don't. I just don't do that in general. To me, it's inefficient. <laughs> like, like it's 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 wasting my energy. It's wasting my my spit and my saliva. Yeah. And and if I think about it over the next 70 years of my life or something, this is too much energy. Mm. All right. Of all the times that I need to say it, and it goes back to my point on you know, you going to the temple at the start of every year, right? Mm. I just think of it as if it accumulates over how many years, it's too much energy. So I don't use it. I just don't do it at all. Yeah, yeah. I do. I have that understanding, and I don't compliment. <laughs> so I just prevent it from happening at all. Oh, new baby! And I do the baby thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that's it. I don't compliment. That's why people hate you when you come to their houses. <laughs> Bloody long. He doesn't compliment my baby. <laughs> you just say yeah. things that are factual. Oh. The baby is Asian. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, this is a new uh, bed sheets. Uh, <laughs> very nice bed sheets. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so no superstition then. All right. Yes. Let's spend the last few minutes long talking about feng shui. What? Oh. Yes, feng shui practice. And again, let's <laughs> strong. <laughs> This is what I do. I start strong. Okay then. What is feng shui? Feng shui, or in Chinese, feng shui, in Vietnamese, phong thủy, literally translates to wind and water, mm -hmm. and the elements of uh, this universe. And it's an ancient technique relied on astronomy, so they said, to find correlations between humans and the universe. And this was before the invention of the compass. And this was their ways of finding direction and things. Really? Okay. And how to link, how to harmonize individuals and their surroundings with the environment in the most sensible way. And I think that they call this feng shui pseudo scientific because there's an element of science in it. Okay. So let me just break down the the two basic concepts of feng shui. Mm -hmm. First of all, it's the five elements. You must have heard of it. Yes. Metal, wood, water, fire, earth. Mm -hmm. And each of these elements will be assigned colors, shapes, characteristics. Okay. So, for example, wood is warming, coziness. And if you put certain shapes that links with wood in certain rooms of the house, you will increase the coziness of the, the room. Okay. Okay. So that's the first basic uh, concept of that mm -hmm. of feng shui the second is a bagua bagua ba is uh, eight in chinese the map of eight areas there's eight areas for example wealth is one area career family children and the art of feng shui superimpose this bagua onto your floor plan so let's say you're living in your home right Mm -hmm. and you put bagua on top of your floor plan, you will know that your living room is in the same position as the wealth area. So if you want to improve your wealth, you go to your living room and you put things that will improve your wealth. Okay. So that's bagua and the five elements. You've lost me there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is feng shui? Is it just about putting things around the house or is it more to that? Now, the basic thing is putting things around the house, organizing the directions of things. That's the most common understanding of people in modern days have. Mm -hmm. But there's also other practices which I'm not too sure on. But Feng Shui, at its core, is organizing things around the house in the most sensible way so that Qi, the invisible forces, Qi can flow fluidly and enhance your life, your quality of life. Yeah. So yesterday I went on YouTube and there's this really 
relatively famous guy with hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Okay. He's supposedly a feng shui master. He's, I think he's Singaporean or Malaysian based on his accent. But anyway, he's talking a load of nonsense. <laughs> 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 he was like, a lot of people think that feng shui is, you know, whether you change your IBM logo to <laughs> from blue to orange or something, all right? Or putting a pot here or putting a pot there. No, it's not. It's about mastering the chi within the house. It starts <laughs> talking about all of this supposedly, you know, kung fu panda <laughs> kind of nonsense. <laughs> so it's like, it's essentially four elements about, you know, the, the, the people, the nature, um, the building, and then there's something else, right? And he was just talking like just high level nonsense, okay? Shipping nonsense, and there's, there's nothing concrete about that. And basically, the video is supposed to market himself, so he gets, he gets more clients. That's, that's my understanding. But anyway, do you believe in feng shui? Yes or no? Yes. You believe in feng shui. Why? It makes sense to some extent. I don't fully believe in it. I don't understand it. Okay. Disclaimer, pause. I don't understand. Pause, pause, pause. Just so that everyone knows, we've had a discussion or an argument about this in Vietnamese discussion. already. But now yeah. it's in English. Okay. I don't remember that conversation. I okay. do. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in feng shui, bits of it okay. that, that I understand. Okay. I don't I fully understand feng shui. Okay, so what do you believe then? I believe in, for example, uh, round shapes. Mm -hmm. Round shaped tables are softer because you don't have sharp edges that mm -hmm. you might bum your feet into okay. or your, your elbow. It's dangerous. Right? Yep. It gives you a fear. Even more so if you have kids running around in the house. You yeah. have sharp edges, right? Yeah. So round shapes are uh, promoted in feng shui in a lot of places to give a sense of harmony and things like that. Mm -hmm. Do you know where else that concept is also promoted in? Aside from feng shui. Yeah, I mean like just general child safety. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Common sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to have some thousand year old teaching to tell you that it's common sense. Okay, next what else do you believe in? <laughs> I believe in materials. For example, dining table, if it's wood, mm -hmm. if it gives a sense of coziness mm -hmm. versus a metal it gives a sense of, I don't know, office, uh, something like that. I think it's in the book of common sense, that's also <laughs> in there as well. Warm. No, but I think common sense stems from these teachings. No! Teachings stem from common sense. What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you on about? All these teachings, to me, feng shui is just essentially taking common sense, <laughs> formalizing it into this practice... Yes. Yes. And then giving it a brand, slapping a name onto it. And then yes. all these guys go in and then they start, okay, let me get a certificate so that I can make some money out of this. <laughs> that's that's my that's, under I'm so sorry. I'm super brutal on this, but that's exactly that's essentially feng shui. Like bloody hell. Feng shui teaches us to open the window more <laughs> so that there is positive chi flowing in. Like you know, for the benefit of my lungs, I need to do that. It's common sense. <laughs> I, I don't get it. What's new about feng shui? Because people don't have common sense. <laughs> <laughs> they need a system. I think it's the same with accounting. No, no, no. A accounting is different. Like accounting is very technical, and then there are there are so many layers to it, and that's why you have to you have to learn it, right? Yes. It's so much more it. complicated. It's, you can't just jump from common sense all the way to accounting theories. That's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not that easy of a jump. But it stems I mean, from common sense, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, everything stems from common sense, if that's the case, right? Yes. But then feng shui is like the link is so clear. Like, you need to have light into your house. Bloody hell, okay. <laughs> well, the cavemen didn't know that. You can't have uh, sharp objects, okay? But then what gets ridiculous for me is when you start to have things like, when you can't have a mirror in your bedroom. Yes, you cannot have that. That's ridiculous. Why do you think so? It's just common sense. What? Okay, to me, that, to me, this is not common sense. Why is it it's common just, sense? It's common sense. Why is it common okay. sense? Mirror in the bedroom is fine. The mirror opposite your bed mm -hmm. is advised against. Okay. Because when you wake up at night or when you, whatever, first wake up, you see a person. It mm -hmm. startles you. It makes you startled. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not a, a calm feeling. Mm -hmm. That's it. Okay, it, it well, uh, interferes with uh, your quality are you ready of sleep. Are you, are you ready for my challenge? 
Okay, yeah, yeah. Come okay. on. <laughs> and Lan is probably listening to this because Lan is an advocate of a mirrorless bedroom. <laughs> All right, listen to this, yeah? Okay. Can you count the number of times you wake up <laughs> in the middle of the night since the start till now? How many times? I can't remember. Not many, uh, right? Yeah, not many. One, two, uh, once a month. Yeah. No, not once a month. That's <laughs> absolute bullshit. I know that. It's not once a month. Well, that's the first question. The second question is, can you count the number of times you wake up in the middle of the night and you sit up? <laughs> <laughs> that only happens in movies. You wake up, you sit up, right? And then you're sweating. That only happens in movies. What happens is you wake up, you just open your eyes. That's it. All right, you lie in bed, you open your eyes, you don't sit up. So if Feng Shui tells me to not put a mirror up in the ceiling, fine, I believe it. <laughs> but that argument is completely flawed. Wait, wait. Okay, I, okay, I, come on, I, I come, do, I do come back at it. me, come back it's, at me. Okay, you wake up, you open your eyes. Yeah. Okay, let's let's start one by one. You wake up, you open your eyes. That's fine. There's you no see, you see a dying baby pieces. <laughs> There's no startling uh, element yet. Yeah. But when you when you sit up, okay, when you sit up, you, your consciousness is still half sleepy. It's not fully functioned yet. You just woke up, all right? You agree that? Yeah. Not, all, not everyone wakes up with a clear mind. Yeah. Not everyone just... wakes up and sits up as well. <laughs> okay, they yeah. just wake up and then they change their position in bed and they sleep again. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, let's say this is morning now. This is you wake up for work. Oh, I wake up for work. Okay. <laughs> okay. You wake up, you're still half asleep. Yeah. Because this is the first moment you wake up. Yeah. And when you wake up, you sit up. No, I don't sit up. I look at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's you. That's you. There are many other people. Yeah, but a... most people nowadays, they look at their phone. And no, the thing I... is, you got to tell me that you don't see your reflection in your phone. You do see your reflection in your phone. No, no, <laughs> do you no, get it's... startled when you see it? <laughs> it's, it's small. It's small. But mirror is a full, full frame mirror. <laughs> full frame. No, imagine this. Imagine. When you wake up, sit up, you see movement. Because it's a mirror reflecting you. You see movement. Okay. It's like someone trying to harm you. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you think it's someone trying to harm you, but not your grandparent bring you a drink? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's mo it movement. It startles you. It all comes down to peace of mind. No. Oh my God. Because it's this a bedroom. Is, it's, it's, it's like religion, Long. You're just telling yourself a story, and then you're just doing it to have peace of mind. It's like a religion, right? That's why people follow religions. They're, like, they're telling themselves a story and they think, oh man, if I don't follow Buddha, then I'm disadvantaged compared to other people. I should follow Buddha, mm. right? You're just telling you this story because some dude told you that, <laughs> oh, it's going to start to you. Whereas in fact, if you really break it down and once again, count all the nights that you've woken up, that probably goes down to like 0.0002%. Count all the nights that you actually sit up when you wake up and then count all the nights that you actually sit up wake up and then look straight, you know, the percentage <laughs> reduces drastically, right? Uh, and but so I, I would rather build a fortress to defend myself from uh, a truck that's going to hit my flat <laughs> than, than, you know, not having a mirror inside my bedroom because the probability is probably the same. No, it's the peace of mind. It's like if you have a knife pointed at your face, you feel, oh. Uneased, but the probability right? is very high compared to me waking up and looking straight and sitting up. No, no but I'm just making a, a very exaggerated one okay. to, to show my point, right? So if someone points a knife at you, you feel, oh, uneasy, right? Yeah. Same with mirror. Well, I'm sorry you don't look good. <laughs> <laughs> so you feel uneasy when you look in the mirror. <laughs> it could be that. It could be that. We don't know. It's, it's, it's common sense. When you first wake up, your hair is messy. I kind of like it. looking at myself when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's a general, general rule. It doesn't apply to everyone. It may not apply to you, but it applies to majority of okay. population. Okay, let's, let's move on to something else, okay? Are there any other feng shui practices that you adopt? And I want to challenge that. What do you do to like, have more prosperity or the wealth or whatever? I have my uh, piggy bank. You know the piggy bank? Like, you know, a, the, a, a, literally health. a pig bank. Yes. Okay. And that I save coins in. Yeah. I identify my wealth corners <laughs> in my home and I put my piggy bank there. Oh, God, long. We're going to have a long discussion now. <laughs> oh okay, now I'm hearing this for the first time. Yeah, why why, 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 why are you doing this to yourself, long? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> All right, let's let's dial back. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. I thought not- I thought we we're ending the podcast. <laughs> we're, not ending, we're not ending the podcast anytime soon. All right, tell me this. Okay. Can you explain to the audience in the clearest of manner <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> are wealth corners? <laughs> So, uh, as I, uh, I'm, I'm so irritated now using the F word. <laughs> as, I've, as I've mentioned before, the two core elements of Feng Shui is elements and Bagua, right? Bagua is a map of different areas. Okay. And one area is wealth. Okay. Okay. So, wealth <laughs> is often. <laughs> I, can't, I can't control myself, I can't take this seriously. Wealth, wealth is in certain corners, according to the Bagua. Okay, okay. what the hell is this Bagua? <laughs> bagua in Vietnamese is a bat, bat quai, I think. The eight area. No, is it eight monsters? Okay, okay. Maybe so how, okay, tell me, okay. If you were to come to my house now, mm. how would you identify wealth corners? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take out the Bagua. <laughs> 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 Why do you? Why do you? There are professional feng shui consultants who use this method. Probably the Singaporean or Malaysian guy probably has one of these. Uh, I'm I'm thinking of you taking out this torn piece of paper, like unfolding it, and then looking around, turning left and right, like it's a like it's a map. Okay, come on then. Yeah. Alright, you take I out this paper, right? And I, I so ask you. What's on the client. paper? What's on the paper? It's it's a, a map of different. Oh, areas. it's a map. It's really a map. <laughs> it's a map of eight areas, okay? <laughs> like uh, okay, like uh, wealth is always a top right or something like that. I'm not sure of the details. Wait, but, but wealth, uh, how, how do you determine when you're standing in the correct direction or not? <laughs> north or something like that. So you. Stand oh my in. god! So <laughs> everything is fixed. <laughs> yes. Oh everything my is fixed. god! There has to be a reference point. See, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, these guys are just making money out of people like you, man. There's a frameworks. No, no, no. Listen, listen. Okay. I don't, I don't truly, truly so follow we all, all the areas. Okay, so everyone in the world should look at north <laughs> and then everything on the right are your wealth corners, something like that. Yeah, you know, you superimpose them. I mean, you put them on top of your floor plan. Yes, that's it. You put it on top of your floor plan. Okay. And whatever wealth areas coincides with what room... Then you go into that room. Then you go into that corner. Uh, there are other complex rules, but I'm just oversimplifying things. Okay. Then that corner is your wealth corners. That's the first step. <laughs> and to promote wealth, you identify the wealth corners, and you put money objects in, in that wealth corners. So what do you what do you put in there? You so put, I put uh, literal, literal money as uh, my piggy bank. I put that, but people put uh, gold or fake gold or some trees. Oh my god, some, this is uh, terrible! Oh, there's a tree called uh, money tree or something like that. Oh my put god, it it's a money tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is real. But I, I, I don't fully follow it. That's why I put my piggy bank uh, there. Lan told you to do this. <laughs> I'm assuming. No, 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 it's just we we were thinking one day. Hmm. What should we do to increase our wealth? <laughs> <laughs> so aside from looking for alternative investments, aside from looking into pensions, aside from looking into additional properties, you, you went through the feng shui route. <laughs> Identifying wealth coins. But no, because it's very little effort. It's, it's not, it doesn't cost anything. It doesn't take a lot of time. It's just like an hour of research. Oh and then <laughs> the wealth corner done. Yeah, I mean, why did we even invite Andy onto the show to talk about <laughs> money management and growing wealth when you can, you can tell us all the secrets long, <laughs> you know, with all these wealth corners? <laughs> <laughs> it, it could make sense, you know, it all could right. make sense. Question is, how long had you been living in your apartment mm. when you decided to do so? A year. A year, okay. Mm. And since then till now, what's the difference? There's no difference. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, am but, I making a point here or, or what? But, but wait, it might come someday. You just don't know. It's, you just do it. It's like uh, diet and fitness. One day you have a good body. You just follow you it. You know the best way to test this? What? Every six months or every year, 
you change. So how long have Same. you been putting your bloody piggy bank in the world corner? <laughs> I don't know, nine months. <laughs> nine <laughs> months, okay. Like so in three months, take it out for a year and see if the other year is different. And then when you I'm keep scared. doing. What are you scared? scared. <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you scared about? I'm scared of losing my status quo. You're not going to lose anything if you don't have anything in the first place because it doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> my wealth. My wealth. Uh, but you were doing completely fine in your first year in your possibilities. Flat. Yes, I was yeah. doing fine. Yeah. Right. And I want to m keep it that way. Maintain. Question: What if by putting the piggy bank into that wealth corner? Mm. You're limiting your wealth income. Have you thought about that? What? No, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to think about that. Why? Take it out, you might have more money coming in. Why? Why not? No one teaches that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do there's, I need to write a book about this? <laughs> there's, there's no framework. <laughs> okay, why, why don't you give me your drawing and then I'm going to like just <laughs> go on Photoshop and flip it. <laughs> you know the flip function. You flip it and it goes 180 degrees. So now it's the other corner in the room. <laughs> then yes, then yes. I, I, know, I know your point. It's a, it's a belief. Because I believe in it, that's why I do it. It's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. Okay. But it doesn't harm. It doesn't harm. It's not like a, a bad superstition. It doesn't cost me money. Yeah. But I mean, look, I think it's because you're in the UK, right? And you're quite westernized as well in terms of your belief. But what I'm trying to say here is certain people in Vietnam, they go to extreme ends to apply yes. feng shui to their house. Consultants. Yeah. And sometimes they have this, I don't know. I just hear stories, right? Of course, like these can be made up. I don't know. But sometimes people will just have ridiculous stuff in their house. Mm. Just really grand, ridiculous stuff in their house. Just to show that, okay, I'm adhering to feng shui. And it's, yeah, I just don't, it's, I just don't agree with that. It's a religion. It's, it's a religion if you follow it to an extreme, I think. Yeah. And I've seen a documentary on Netflix. It's uh, The American Factory. Mm-hmm. So it's a very interesting because there's a Chinese company opening a factory in America, okay. employing Americans. Okay. It's very weird, right? It's often the other way around. Mm -hmm. And this Chinese owner was ordering the relocation of the doors because it's not facing south or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I think it's an influence from China, this, this feng shui thing. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. So why don't we end the episode with a few comments or questions from our listeners on Instagram. So we asked on Instagram whether you have any questions or comments on mm -hmm. this topic. First question and comment comes from underscore Zhang Hun. Do you believe in karma? Oh, I don't think we talked about this. We talked about it briefly. And then you said, let's talk about it later. Yeah, okay, let's talk about it now then. <laughs> so do you believe in karma? I want to believe in karma because... You're always not answering the question. It's so annoying. <laughs> I want to believe in karma. Okay. What does that mean? It means I try to do things at, as if I believe in it, but I don't know if that's true or not. I think it's uh, the mentality of Gokking Kolang Ka something. I can't remember the full sentence. Do you remember the full sentence? No. Gokking Kolang. It means just do it. It doesn't harm you. I don't believe in that sentence. This is why I, don't, I don't actively try to remember it. <laughs> because there's a possibility of bettering my next life. And I do believe in reincarnation of the next life. So I want to believe in karma. Okay. But then there's always karma for your current life as well, isn't it? Yes, it's, a, it's called consequences. <laughs> <laughs> right? When you do bad things, you go to prison, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I told you before, right? I don't believe in afterlife. Mm -hmm. So therefore, that, that doesn't apply to me. And then in terms of karma in your current life. So it's kind of like this. I follow Ian Eastwood a very well-renowned choreographer. Ah, uh, yeah, Ian Eastwood. Yeah. So he choreographs amazing stuff and he mm. puts his art out to the world. He's yes. doing good stuff, right? He's inspiring other yeah. people. Yeah. I say good things about him. Mm. I haven't purchased any workshop, you know, access or anything. I haven't learnt from him. I haven't paid him money or anything. But me just talking about him, saying good things about him, then mm. other people talk about him. People know about him. People follow him. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so that's good karma for Ian because he's doing good stuff, right? So I don't know how you define karma here, but I just think if you do good things, then you attract good things. Just in a very common sense point of view rather than, oh, there's this invisible karma force. Does that make sense? I think like similar to what you said, if you kill people, you get found out, you go to prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So I don't. The, I, the, I. I don't think there's this invisible force of karma in your conscience, right? And influencing you and turning good luck into bad luck or whatever. Mm. I don't believe in that. I just think that okay, if you do good things, then good things will come to you either materialistically or not. And maybe it's the same. Maybe karma was invented to describe what you said. Yes, it probably stemmed from common sense as well. But then, you know, yeah. you slap a brand on it, you put a name on it, and <laughs> everyone believes. And then people make it spiritual, make it something higher level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it could be the same thing. It could it could be doing good things, it spreads, it comes back all around to you. Yeah, in one form or another, yeah. But you do pay Ian Eastwood, though, through watching the adverts on YouTube. Oh, that is true, yeah. Yeah, therefore I do pay Ian Eastwood, yeah. So, yes, but that doesn't change anything. He's still doing good. Yeah. All right, next and last question is, do you think that there would be a life for us after this actual life, and how is it going to be? So I think we've already talked about this, but thank you very much for the question, Zhang Walker 0711. But we did talk about afterlife and whether we believe in it or we don't believe in it. I just believe in dinosaur ghosts, that's all. I do believe in afterlife. And yeah, we talked about it. We'll be any living creatures. So look out for the next life, guys, with me, not with you. <laughs> <laughs> Dying babies <laughs> inside the mirror <laughs> on the ceiling. Oh, long, long is scared now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Thank you guys for tuning in into this week's episode. We've talked about religion, superstition, feng shui, and all the cultural practices, including afterlife. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts at Convo Comrades. And for now, bye bye. <laughs>